Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this hundred-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, everybody. Roy Scovel here. And Daniel Van Kirk. We just want to let you guys know that if you enjoy Pen Pals, uh, our podcast that comes out every single Wednesday, then you might enjoy bonus episodes in our Patreon that come out every single Monday. That's four episodes a month. It's only $5, and they are all follow-up letters. So we hear back from our Pen Pals about whatever they're going through or sandwiches that they love or whether or not they like their new haircut. We hear from them, we read their letter, and then you hear them as well. Yep, that's that it, at, right? Uh, that's it. And okay. it's at Patreon dot com slash pen pals if you want to be my friend you would better go and get a pen maybe we can keep in touch like we did in the old days it wasn't so long ago With Daniel and Rory on Pin Pals in the morning. Sarah. Hey. You ready? We're already now, very now winded. just you. What? Do what? Acapella, just I, you. I didn't catch every word. Um, <laughs> we've, I haven't done well, my honestly, vocal warm-ups. We've been doing this for almost four years. Four years now. And we don't know <laughs> some of the words we debated. We heavily. have a debate about... Uh, what's going where? If you're listening, there's four there's four entities here. There's four of us if here you're today, watching. folks. Yeah. That's going to be that. Sarah and Charlie. Sarah said, I will mm-hmm. not do the show without my support dog. So pretty cool. <laughs> this is actually Rory's dog that I regularly that supports you. borrow. That supports you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's still a, a support dog. Mm-hmm. He does. He's, um, a, he's a support dog for sure. You guys, uh, we realize that when we always say we've, we haven't introduced the guests and we say either way, you've you know, clicked on the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've now learned through some of our listeners that the guest is not listed in the. Sometimes the depends thing that on you how you're viewing it. Yeah. Depends how you're viewing yeah. it. So oh. we now uh, we introduce uh, our guests. Uh, Sarah wow, Shavers here today. Pretty basic stuff. Writer, uh, <laughs> show creator, showrunner, executive author. producer, mm-hmm. author. I said author. Uh, 
uh, gardener, uh-huh. plant artist. It's artist. Artist. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't you consider your yeah. tiny well, miniaturist? Yeah. Miniaturist. Miniaturist. Yeah. If you haven't seen shows at the Ha Ha Hole on uh, online yet, uh, do you post them on YouTube? No. Good. So well, now there's all pictures. Of you, <laughs> there's pictures. Here's your best bet. Twitter, Instagram, follow Sarah the next time she does a ha-ha hole, which I can't imagine is anytime soon, or is July there 22nd, actually. July 22nd, there right around be, the corner. Yep, it'll be streaming um, yep. at Nowhere Comedy Club and also live in person at the Elysian in LA. There so you go. it's simultaneous. You'll get to see a live show. If you live anywhere, you can check it out. If it's, you live anywhere. If you don't know what we're talking about, I, I built a miniature comedy club yeah, to yeah, scale. We, yeah. <laughs> we probably, we probably um, should describe it. Yeah, and it, it and we do shows in the miniature comedy club, um, yeah. and it's really weird but very um, fun. Fun and fulfilling. Yeah. So our guest today is is Sarah Schaefer. Yeah, that's me. Um, who lives on the same property that <laughs> I live on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Out on the ranch. Yeah. Yeah. Her husband. It's an indentured her husband servitude is Scott of sorts. <laughs> um, if you got if everyone's like, I don't want to look up information, we'll give it all to you. Yeah. From Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from <laughs> one Virginia. Of, one of four children. <laughs> <laughs> true, Rory. It is true. Um should we ju- should we jump right in? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's go, go to the letters. Charlie is like, Wait, what is going on? Oh yeah, oh, the- I don't have one. So yeah, but ready? Ah, hey. yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know either. Honestly, I don't know what that, that look was. of confusion. I still don't know. I feel like a sound effect is going to be added later. Daniel and Lissa. No, no, me. They're doing their own thing, and I don't know what it what is. What are you talking about? It's you. <laughs> you orchestrate that. I don't even know how it works. All right, ready? I feel like you know something. Better uh, Lissa's letters. One hell Here's of a one prank. of them. Dear Lord and Lady Daniel and Rory. Dear Lord and Lady Daniel and Rory. Lord I mean, I guess Daniel I'm first. It sounds like you're both of them. Lord and Lady Daniel Meaning and Rory. Mr. and Mrs. So, uh, like how you say Mr. and Mrs. Rory and Jordan. Yeah, that doesn't make sense how they wrote that. It's okay. I'll let Rip you two. The, no, no. Rip it up. Throw it away. We'll oh, do we a gotta different read one. it. All right. We'll I'll let it. you two decide which one is which. It's on Lo- loose leaf. Loose leaf paper. Definitely not stationary. Nope. Long I agree time. With that. Hey, hold on. What is stationary? It's fancy paper that you write letters on. That has like your information on it, like your address. It doesn't have to though, right? It doesn't have to. But Thank it, you. That's so the only way but it doesn't really have stationary. to. No, that's no. Not. no. Otherwise, it's just like a paper with a Have you ever been stationary. to a, a papery or like a stationery store? Yeah. There's no, you have not. You don't You think, have never you been to a papery. That I've been to the paper source more times than you The paper can source, count right? No, papery. Life. She said papery. That's what it's called. Kate's papery is the wrong, one in New York that I'm referring right. to. I'm the paper papery, source the rest is the big one. In the paper Chicago. source is here too. Yeah, papery. Yeah, there's one over by so the Trader sell? Joe's it's and a uh, Mendocino Farms on Third mm-hmm. and Papery. Fairfax. You're talking about a papery. So I would call stationery that you find at a paper letter writing paper that's a certain size. That's now nah, we haven't that, even gotten into that's size. Beautiful, and you know, it doesn't have to have your personalization on it. You yeah, can buy that, but plain that stationery. Makes it stationary. If it's got your stuff on it, yeah. Oh yeah, then Great. it's like you're you're fine. Long time. No one says it. No one's ever said it doesn't. Penner, paper. not a thing. I first discovered each of you on different podcasts: Daniel on DPT and Rory on Dads. Imagine my joy to find out about this show where you two 
cackle. Oh no, I'm sorry. Chuckleheads can brighten my mood together. Please come to St. Louis for a live show. Hell, okay. I used to do audio engineering. We can just set it up in my backyard and do it BYOB style. Okay. Oh. But here's my question. <laughs> We're the easiest booked podcast. All right, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Our avails are. <laughs> okay, great. How's August? <laughs> but here's my question for you. We moved back to St. Louis to be near my family and start our own. We now have an incredible, as I write this, 10-month-old daughter. My family tends to be very give presents heavy. Easter presents, Christmas presents, 4th of July presents, even after Thanksgiving meal presents. My Wait, wife, what? Wait, what? My wife and I, not after so much. After Thanksgiving meal presents? We find ourselves typically just buying whatever to reciprocate at this point. How do I tell my family, okay, everyone, this is too much gift giving. We, can, we can't keep up. One, we feel like we buy garbage for people just to give them something. Spencer's Two, gifts. We don't want all the weird little knickknacks mm-hmm. uh, we usually just throw away anyway. Yep. Three, we don't want to teach our daughter this is normal or to spoil her. Four, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings over this. So Thank many you guys. Things. Love the Jovial Podcast. I used I use this to break up the rough current news podcast I listen to daily. Seriously, come to St. Louis, either individually or on tour, for a live podcast at, or as a duet. Well, I, I think I read it wrong. Your pal, Phil. P.S. Sorry my handwriting is that of a bad fifth grade student. Never been my strong suit. I'm a musician. I just jot down nonsense like, and then there's musical notes as though I can Sing read them. Theory. Sing what you think they might be. I hope that's dead on. It was too many notes. Only Phil knows. It was. <laughs> Only you, Phil and Sarah know. Sarah? I mean, we don't know where. This is a, not the proper scale. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't include be, that in your it intro. It would be like. Piano player. Ba, 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 ba. Ooh. <laughs> Rory, you want to give it a try? Well, I'm just going to I just Sarah went the, like, up the scale <laughs> yeah, and then what? tried to do the time of the <laughs> notes. We hired you for, <laughs> hey, <laughs> we hired you for a reason, Rory, so you give it that old Rory Scoville. <laughs> watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. That was what you really? What's the squiggle mean? That usually means rest. I guess that's right. I just don't think I win. And it was always just fine. Okay, guys, you you find yourself in uh, uh, after Thanksgiving gifts. That's wait, what is the much. listing of gifts I have again? To be honest, like, I, I do after Thanksgiving gifts. What do you do? Well, it's and not why? really like that. I just it became a goofy little thing. My it's definitely goofy. Uh, my nephews would get so worked up about the craziness. Oh, Walmart's gonna be nuts, and they're really little, and so we started a thing probably. Man, it had to be over 10 years ago where I was like, we're going to Walmart. We're going tonight. It's going to be wild. And they're like, oh, oh I okay. can't believe it. And so then I would take them. And you'd get and them it, something. This and, is I also, say, hey, and I would say, hey. This is to excite children, though. There's you, there's something yeah, behind You this. can yeah. pick anything $12 yes. or less. If it's not a gun toy, it can be $20 Well, or less. inflation. Because that's all they wanted is like nerf guns and shooting of things. Of course. And so I was I tried to incentivize like let's get more creative. Let's uh, Of course. So and they could do a deal where like, well, if mine's only 10, can I give $2 to my brother so he can, I go, yeah, you guys can figure it all out. Yeah. So that is kind of like a Thanksgiving night gift thing that I do. But it's not like gather around, we're doing post meal gifts. It's not not I that. can't believe a month out from Christmas 
Yeah. Like, I get what you're doing. And you're doing it specifically because you're, like, having a you're connection with a your memory, nephews. We take it's all, all. They're all nephews, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're having this connection with your nephew. I get it. Sure. But if, like, it sounds also, like to me. I don't me, get any. There's no reciprocal. I mean, course. I get a lot, actually. Well, that's what, but in that letter, it sounds like everyone's almost like, so let's kind of practice what Christmas will look like once we're done eating Dude, turkey. Dude, they're doing this shit on the 4th of July. Uh, no, so, sir. It, my mom would do... She Barbara really liked Day, giving yes. presents and <laughs> would want to do for any reason. Um, Just because she wanted to shower. Love. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's a love language, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. also a thing for presents, people. Of, yeah. Hey, yes. Big gift. Yeah. Gift giving is going to be But huge what for she people. would do, first of all, she would never expect anyone to give each other or fun. her anything. It's not as fun. See, this is not Rory, as fun. Rory what? loves giving to someone get, a wait, wait, gift. Wait, wait. So what she would do is. It, because she didn't, she, I think she knew like doing elaborate wrapped gifts like every holiday would be too much. Yeah, she did baskets, so she took yep. Easter baskets, yeah, which is a casual make, way. She made Valentine's <laughs> yes. Day baskets. Yep. She made my mom Thanksgiving. I think we got socks on Thanksgiving. Like she always would. She had each holiday had something that you would get. Can I ask maybe a dumb question? Yeah, she's not physically making a basket. She's getting a basket. No, it would be my mom had like a huge basket collection. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. she loved baskets. You can say addiction. You can say addiction. (laughs) This is safe. You can say addiction. Basket addiction. That's how. Um, And we had this like um, growing up. We had this. In our house was a. It was formerly a garage, but by the time we moved into the house, it had been converted into like a playroom. Yeah, okay. and it had these exposed beams. And she put hooks. Yeah, and she hung up. I mean, it was probably like fifty baskets. Did and it look good, or is it too much? No. Looking back in the sometimes that kind when you of cottage, go overboard, it can look good. You know what? Back in the eighties, there was a form of decor called country. Yes, that was. Do you remember big. country? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I think of, it's still going. It's still. Yeah, going. and you know what? There's there's some fucked up legacy from country because it involved if you were a white lady in the south, you know, they just loved little dolls. Well, of, I think you're a joke. Black people and it was like, mom, yes, no. I remember that. Yes. No, we got to yes. take this out of here. But I also think your joke of like different like uplifting slogans and stuff. Yeah. I think that still that falls in the that, that's like new age. Yeah, that's new right, age right. country. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, so country was my mom's decor of choice, and uh, baskets really worked well. So you know, Do you know Lagerberger baskets. Um, no, they were but... like made in Ohio. They were hand woven. It was kind of like a Tupperware oh, baskets, sure. or like Avon. I'm sure she had all and that. My mom sold them. Oh, <laughs> it was so like an MLM, would, like a multi level. Yeah, oh, and wow. she would go to people's houses, and it's Rochelle, <laughs> so it's the women she went to high school mm-hmm. with. Oh my and god! And set up her like wares, like all mm-hmm. the baskets, and then do like a Lagerberger basket show. Wow. And so we would have so many of these baskets. I mean, just. Yeah, everywhere. you had a lot of baskets. And it's like, you know, at one point, I've talked about this in my album, but my mom had like five jobs. And one of them at one time, at one point, at one time, she had five jobs. And this was one of them. And there's a part of me that's like, these fucking baskets. <laughs> but then also, I do know that like, she, like that helped keep the mm-hmm. lights on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But oh, these fucking baskets. It was like Amy Grant and Country <laughs> Chic. Right? There was a very yeah. Venn diagram of yeah. like... Yeah. yeah. A lot of yeah. plaid. Yes. yes. Ruffles. And the bunting on yeah. curtains. Bunting. And, yes. Yeah. Yes. A lot of that. Wow. Even in a bathroom, you'd have um, a oh. ruffled curtain on the yes. shower that yeah. looked like a window. Was she curtain? always doing the gifts for the kids? Or was, was she ever kids. like outside the family? No. It was okay, just yeah, for, yeah. for us kids. Like at a Valentine's Day, you do it. Easter when do you do and gifts Christmas. For, for Elliot? You do birthday. I mean, Obviously she's an only birthday. child. I feel like we'd for sure spoil her. But Christmas, Christmas, birthdays, birthdays. Um, Easter, you do a basket. You do a May Day? No. 
Okay. Valentine's Day, we're doing a basket. Or not a basket, but we're doing something on Valentine's Day. I'd say, like, just those four. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, something that's a little more fun, I think, is, like, every now and then, I'll just be like, we're going to a toy store. You can pick out a thing. Like, yeah. that yes. would happen to me as a kid, and that was, like, Mind that blowing. was, like, a drug. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Like, that. that's such a fun thing, but... Um, I remember Rosemary took I, me I don't to get a Boingo ball. I that if we were those? doing gifts on holidays all the time. I don't think I would be like... Yeah, a big group exchange, That's that to me does seem extreme. Well, also, the key to you is you're like, your mom had no expectation of getting it. No, she gift. wouldn't want and it. these people feel yeah. like they're in some sort of like, we've got to give because they're giving... Like, how do you... You how know do what you it sounds F2 like? F2 it sounds that. like everyone outside of the writer of this letter, it sounds like everyone else has the same thing that Sarah's talking about about my mom. Like, mm-hmm. all those personalities are like, oh, we don't care to get something. We get to high from giving. Yeah. And you're like, oh, but if you get 10 people together who are all like that, yeah, <laughs> then that's, that's why there's a gift and thing yeah. all the fucking time. You know, my... um. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, well, that's, if it jump, you cut me off if it jumps in here. So what would you... They feel like they're just buying garbage, right? That's what you would they're do, though. They're just throwing stuff away that they're getting because other people Spencer's are probably gifts. buying garbage. Spencer's right? gifts. Do then, you think the play is that maybe they just should start giving, like, the like black light Bob Marley poster? I'm thinking, like, anything that's <laughs> Spencer. Where somebody goes, what am I going to do with this? And you go, I know. I know. What are we doing? <laughs> I, I mean, I... This is one of the, it's so easier said than done, especially if you feel like you're the odd people out in mm-hmm. like a cult family like culture. Yeah. But like, I just go like, hey, we can't do gifts anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the it's hard thing is, is when people they also expect. That's when. Well, it's like, here's the thing: is my family is big. You know, I have like a question after this. Yeah. I got you know three siblings, and then I've got eight nieces and nephews. Like it's and once mm-hmm. it started being like, oh, we've got too many kids. Yes. We changed the way we did Christmas. Somebody raised their hand and was like, hey, it's getting insane. So let's just do presents for the kids. Yeah. And then if you, and obviously like in my family, like nobody is like, where's the gift from the aunt? You know, nobody's mad, but like we want to. And, and so permission is given to give presents to everyone, but for the adults, what we started doing was you draw a name. Same. And so okay. you have one one adult that you have a, a gift you have to give yes. to. Could you imagine buying a gift for all the adults? Like, you buy for the kids and you go, mm. all right, this is going to be its own price based on the number of kids. But if then someone was like, buy for the adults, you go, well, then you're spending like 50 mm. bucks an adult to get a gift that like actually, where you go, well, this right. will it's last. Like a, you know this you're going to be meaningful. opening something right. good on <laughs> yes, Christmas morning. Exactly. You guys are just talking yeah. siblings. My family, Christmas morning is... My aunt, uncle, oh, so you've their got kids, that, yeah, their kids, you've got all that. My yeah. mom, my siblings, my gra- it is a we had to go like I we've gone through every phase. We've gone through drawing <laughs> names. We've gone through just buy for who you want to buy for. That's what we n- just, are now doing. Now, we've look, now evolved one to year, that. I, one year, <laughs> Wait, I, is that not a slippery slope? But it's because here's it's the buy deal. who you want to buy goes, for. Well, now I know who the most popular, likable person in the well, family. I, I always but get I, the well, most. There might, be a year, <laughs> there might be a year where I'm like, I gotta buy this for Vance, and then the next year it's like, no, I saw a gift for Kenny, and so I didn't yeah. buy something. Like, also, if it was like, hey, we'll all buy each other gifts, and no one got me anything, I there's no way I couldn't take that personally. I, that's but what I mean. Said, yeah, but yeah. if we said, if we're not, if we don't have to like. We don't have to buy each other gifts and it's just buy who you want to buy for. I wouldn't care if I didn't get a single gift. I could not handle the pressure of buy for whoever you want to buy for because if I were then to buy, your, you're my brother, and I bought you yeah. something, mm-hmm. 
And it's only because I maybe was traveling for stand-up, yes. Yes. saw a store, and yes. I was like, oh, Daniel loves these. Yes. And so I got it, and I go, oh, well, now I've bought my one gift. Right. I couldn't look other people in the face because I would be like, oh, no, I do. I love you. I just, I saw this thing. Yeah, but what, and that's what's wrong? why wouldn't you go? It was a commemorative Stand By Me plate. Obviously, I'm going to buy it for him for Christmas. But, and they're like, no, it's not. It's a, it's a bomber jacket mm. that has all four of the boys on the back. <laughs> Still great. But you wouldn't, you'd think people would get mad at you but because it's like you came across something like, like You that? dropped $1,000 on Daniel. But I mean, I, I don't, the big thing is my mom and my aunt. Like, that's the ones where we're like, you guys are the ones who keep saying we need a fair Christmas. And then you buy gifts for every person. Okay, yeah. so that's me. Oh, Sarah. So I, but I don't it's buy. It's an aunt disease. It's an aunt disease. I, you make? I make. Sorry, aunt, and, and, aunt for certain listeners. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I also, it, the thing is, it's what ended up happening is people would be like, but I saw this little thing and it's little. Yeah, and so yeah. you get like little gifts, you know, sure. whatever. But then it just realized like, I just I love wrapping. I go buy fancy wrapping you paper every year. Wrapping. Everybody knows mm -hmm. to expect, and now it's like expected. They're like, yeah. "Where's the fancy wrapping oh. paper?" See, you yeah. can't do that to um, yourself either. See, when I wrap yeah. gifts, people are like, "Yeah, but it doesn't look very good." And I'm like, "Freestyle wrapping." <laughs> All these others, they hey. wrote those. They wrote those, hey. <laughs> folks. Um, I got dad jokes out the wazoo. Mm, yeah, I, I I'm that person that's like in. A, do I do I love doing really sentimental shit? Did your families you know? do a throwdown? Like, oh, we're all gonna throw down on one big gift for somebody. Yep, like, we're getting we've grandma done that a new too. oven. Yep, yeah, we do that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, we, makes yeah. sense. We often do that for dad. Can I ask you a side question? In make it make family? it a make it a main entree question. Well, no, because when you hear it, you're gonna go. Nope, you're That's either gonna go. Question. You're gonna be out or in. Then your family, <laughs> people. It's Christmas. People get their cards. Do they read them out loud for everybody? Jesus no. Who does that? Who does that? Oh my God, who does that? That could not have been <laughs> better. I am so Is glad that blew up right in your face. <laughs> Is it you? That's a victory for me. Why? I because you, you guys saw it here first. Stationary. I think we saw where that went. Yeah, we saw where it ended. <laughs> and, then, and then card reading. My family, you get uh, the card, and then you have to no, read it. No, I, you, she could have gone, no. But instead she went, no. Who does that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe it was him. Nope. Daniel's whole family, they will you open a card. You read the card out loud? Dude, out that's loud private. The whole family. Sarah, some, they read it where it's like, not. it's just from the... It's just from the store, and then to a to a ne <laughs> to a nephew that knows that life is important. Yep. <laughs> and then What's you read, it say? It's like who cares? It's not even my words. And then you read, then you read it. You're like to a nephew who knows life's important. Dear Danny, <laughs> Uncle Ken and way. I are so proud of you, oh and we're God. glad you followed it's... your dreams out to Los Angeles. It we takes support so you long. so much, and we can't wait to some come visit. You're really doing it. We're so proud. And then you get choked up of by the end do. of it. I but do then, right yeah. But then someone chimes in and they go, it really says we love a nephew who knows that life is important? That's really what it is? <laughs> you. I know. <laughs> Sometimes, I think there have been moments where somebody got really choked up on like what it said and then we're like, read it. Read it. Yeah. yeah. And that'll be, I mean, know. Rory did it last week. Yeah. Right, standing right in there. Yeah. I, got, yeah. I gave him a little card for the premiere mm -hmm. of the movie and he, I, he had to read it. He that's, knew. But you knew. It's only a TV show. And was that's it why that I was bad? Kind of upset about it. <laughs> was it that bad? What? No, it was very nice. It yes. was so no, sweet. I'm saying reading it out loud, was it that bad? Oh, it was unnecessary. Oh, but, you know, on. it was nice to. It was nice that you gave <laughs> my, my whole card. family, grandma, everyone, you oh read it. Oh, my God. That takes so long. 
And then sometimes, especially with grandma, she'll be like, I can't. And then you go, I'll read it for you, grandma. And then you read it to everybody else. If I was in your family. So at some point, you could have Tyler reading the letter Aunt Diane wrote or the card to yeah, grandma. If I was in your family and I had my personality. You son of a bitch. There's no doubt that I am not like writing something in it where I go, mm. where it just says, and I just think uh, Daniel's lasagna is not as great as he always claims. You know, I just, <laughs> that I, is like, good. And then like, just look at him and be like, no, nope, finish, keep going. And, like go through all yeah. the things I've never had been strong enough to say. <laughs> Make them well, read. you know what? When we stop by Rochelle shortly after our birthdays this sure. summer, sure. and I guarantee someone's going to have a birthday card for you, yeah. you're going to have to read it. In front oh, of- I, do you think I'm not excited for that? Okay, good. I'm excited. My, Before we go, oh, you go. No, because I already know at the end of that card, I'm going to go, Jesus, that was only one card, and I'm already exhausted <laughs> from having to share it with everyone. <laughs> this was for me. <laughs> um, my dad, every Christmas, will just put a check in a card. Sure. Blank. And, uh, and just a blank <laughs> check. I mean, my anything. dad is, he's a trillionaire, so it, no. Um, we can just write what just we write want. Just write down how much you think you need. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it would be like 100 bucks or something. But one time at our annual summer family gathering at the beach he gave everybody a card and and we were all like oh and you know we're like what's going on and my dad we all opened up and it was like more money than he would give for christmas it was like he had a little extra and he gave it to everybody it was very sweet and touching yeah and we're like dad why are you can you do this what's happening yeah and everyone's like getting teary-eyed and like thank you we don't i mean you know it's that kind of thing yeah 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 and he goes, I wanted to do that. And then my and my brother goes, but fifty thousand dollars, like way <laughs> so right. funny. And, and everyone like to make it seem like he yeah, got yeah, yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have immediately stood up and like Yeah, he was like that and that Dad, that's folks too is much. Art. We just got to experience art right there. <laughs> it was oh, such a funny moment. Moment. Everyone just drops, what the fuck? <laughs> Jay got the what? Yeah. Um, all right, well, well, as we get out of here, w- Roar, Sarah, what's your advice for our pen pal? <laughs> but you're Where the are one, you at? The health phone would be, if, if Sarah's the one who starts and was like, Dad, oh my God, like this is way too much. And then when Jay goes 50000 Sarah's like, wait, I only got 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> He's never given her anything. And then cut to one of us being like, why does this say I owe you money, Dad? <laughs> wait, this is, I don't know. Why, this are you is an Why is this an invoice? Why are you bringing an invoice? Shit? <laughs> I got an, an invoice, invoice for being yeah, your yeah. kid. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, wait, let's get out of here by telling our pen pal, what do you do when you're stuck in a family gift-giving circle that you want out of? Just stop giving the gifts and go, oh, I forgot since it's not the dates when gifts are usually given. Sorry, I thought it's then not a birthday or Christmas. what if you family people who are like, well, we're not giving your kids gifts because you guys never bring any for the other kids. And you go, that's great. That, honestly, though, that is a choice you're making though right so i think i've been the person in my family there's always somebody but i've been the person in the past where i have to raise my hand and go i can no longer do this tradition that we're doing for whatever reason and sometimes it's really awkward sure um but if your family like if you're all loving and it's not super super fucked up and abusive and everyone should be Okay with it. Just be like, I can't, we can't do this anymore. Well, we mentioned Um, this up top, like it being a love language. mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest mistake some people make is they, they only give the love language that they want to receive rather than being like, I love getting gifts, but I understand you may not enjoy getting them. Or mm-hmm. I enjoy giving gifts. Mm-hmm. I don't need to get one back. Like yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. figure that out. Mm-hmm. If you're in that, I don't, w- last thing I'll ask you: Would you guys? Would you talk to the whole family at once, or would you try to find 
alliances. If anybody else is out there, That's also there. alliances like does. Yeah, you got to get a little conversation, side conversation like, going. This? Like a little crazy this yeah, year. Yeah, right? it's hard to change right. your tradi- tradition in a family, but you can also go President's in there with Day? an alternate <laughs> idea. Doing? Now that's a big because you may have people, other people that feel the same way. You don't realize, and you go, "What if just spitballing?" But like, what if what if we changed it up and we did? Well, there's always that person in the family who's like, "What if we just don't do gifts? We all go on a trip together." They want to like oh, get all of that. That's done. my nightmare. <laughs> Planning a trip with the whole family. What do you think you get on He's, he's about to do one. Memorial yeah. Day, President's Day. Like, are we talking all the days? <laughs> yes. I can't even. What do you get? On, and on, and what do you say on President's Day? We're like, hey, man, what's well, President's Day? And I just want to get you this leadership badge. I like, know, what yeah. are we talking about? I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It's um, too much. It's too all right, much. Phil, let us know what happens or and he, if you deal with Phil it. Phil could also say, sorry, one more thing. No, Phil could also say, hey, I personally prefer to give a, a bigger, nicer gift at Christmas and so I'm just, Ooh, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. You know, you can yeah. say that, like, you don't... that's what I prefer to do. And so just so you know, that's how you make it, like, just so you know, you're going to, and Phil doesn't have to go crazy on Christmas. Sure, sure, sure. But it's just like, just so you know, like, that's how I look at it. You yeah. know, I do I do bigger v- gifts. So just know that y- even though you didn't get something on Flag Day, um, there's something which is, coming. Which is obviously a flag. That's yeah. clearly what you're going to get. For your there's desk, gonna too. There's going to be something at Christmas one. that I've spent a lot of time thinking about. And, you know, whatever. Day. Phil, I don't know. Phil, side note, power move. Then on Christmas, don't have gotten anyone anything and go, guys, just for me, I think I'd rather do gifts on all the other holidays <laughs> and then just keep doing that and never <laughs> get anyone anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually yeah. have something coming on Valentine's Day this year. Keep so pivoting. Just keep your eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> Constant pivot. pivot. Uh, all right. Thanks so much for this, Phil. Let us know what happens, please. Uh, if you go F to F with your family or you just stop doing it, we really want to know. And then we'll follow up on a Patreon episode, a Palpatatreon. Okay. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk, Rory Scovel, and, and Sarah Schaefer. And Uh, this is where we, if you listen to the show, and I assume you do, here you are. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. This is where we do the the plugs mm-hmm. for up- upcoming uh, stuff. I, you got, you're in the middle of a TV show. I right finally now. got some stuff. Physical Season 2 is out on Apple TV+, Plus, but mm-hmm. also I've got some dates coming up in August. I'll be in Burlington first weekend in August, and then I'll be in Madison, Wisconsin the second weekend in Whoa. August. And then Daniel and I are going to see Fish... On the 14th, right. and then I think we're going to the cabin for a couple nights. So <laughs> those last things aren't even plugged. They're more just Who's invited We to might that. end up doing brags. a live pen pals. If we do, you guys will be the first people to know. We might do something, but those are just brags outside then, of the shows I'm doing where I would love it if you bought tickets and came to those. <laughs> uh, go to DanielVanKirk.com. I've got dates coming up in August. And hey, if you haven't already heard, I do my tour a little bit differently. I come out first, and I ask anybody if they have a headline from Dumb People Town, or do you have a short little pen pals letter? Uh, you can read it to me, and uh, then we'll just talk a little bit, go back and forth. I'll welcome you all to the show, and then we'll kick it off, and I'll come back later and do my hour. So go to DanielVanKirk.com for all that stuff, and get yourself some cookies. You had them. You liked them. They're right? delicious. Sure, go to get I've, the cookies. I've had the cookies. You, mine? 
Hub City oh, Cookies. He started a new recipe. Do you want to the whole story? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try some. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so go to threebestbakery.com to get your Hub City Cookies. And I'm probably forgetting something, but that's okay. Sarah, what do you got? What's on well, the horizon? Well, I didn't realize there was a separate section for plugging, so I went too far with the ha ha hole plugging information. No, earlier. that was great. I like. But that that's on July twenty second, streaming live online, and local in LA as well. And I have, I think, I'm playing Denver in August, but I don't remember the day now. Okay. But in August, yeah, time to go look to it. my socials, Sarah Schaefer One. There you go. And I have a podcast called The Schaefer Shakedown. A little different than this podcast. Um, I would say it's just an exploration of the Anticore universe. Um, Anticore. Yeah, that's, that's my, my that's favorite my brand. porn. That really <laughs> is your my book, favorite right? porn. And my book, Grand. Yeah. Uh, check it out. And Available um, everywhere. Everywhere books are sold. Probably not in your local bookstore, but it'd be cool if you requested it and then they had to order some. Or if you went to your local bookstore and you go, fuck, look. Yeah. Sometimes it is there. Of People course. will send me pictures and like, hey, look what I found. Yeah. So in the trash. Get that book. I've read it. I concur. Very good read. You ready? Fast read too. Do you want to do this? Do you want to do it? You have other, right? We already have her. I got. I have her right here. I have her right here. Oh, here we go. I have her right here. It's down, down into the left. I have her right here. Okay. Here we go. All right. Hi, my excellent friends. No way to read that and not think of George Carlin. You know what I mean? Hi, my excellent friends. I'm Cameron, a paller, and I'm wondering, if you could possess one magical ability, what would it be? I would choose to have the ability to make objects levitate so that I could perfectly position large rugs underneath the couch. But love how adult that is. Mm -hmm. There just always seems to be one spot where the rug is slightly crinkled. Sincerely, Cameron. P.S., if babies inherited all the knowledge and memories of their parents, do you think it would slow the advancement of ethics in society due to our general... <laughs> this PS is incredible already. <laughs> due to our general inability to greatly broaden our perspective as we accumulate experiences and build our worldviews. Or do you think it would expedite it because we'd be able to learn more deeply from the experiences of our ancestors? Uh, folks, we, don't, we only have time for one of these, so let's do the rug thing. <laughs> no, you uh, you pick. No, we're gonna do them both. Um, I know, but what do you want to do first? I'm gonna die. I'm not gonna work backwards here because there's a lot of there's a lot to get to in that okay. second one. But the first one, uh, if I could possess one magical ability, what would it be? You know, th- this strangely, I'm gonna tra- I'm gonna kind of combine the two. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you love it if you could travel to, and I think we've maybe said this on the show, you could travel to any, I think we did this during a Zoom one where we had the guest on who wrote the letter and we sure. interviewed them. I cannot remember their names. There's two people. Uh, I would love to have the ability to travel to any point in time, any place in time. I liken it to a Dr. Manhattan kind of thing yeah. from uh, sure. from uh, Watchmen. Watchmen. Um, because then you could experience that because I do think it's beneficial uh, to to have a superpower like that in these in the sense that the ultimate truth of all scenarios and events, I think that's what leads to progress. I think that's what leads to positive outcomes, not interpretations and opinions, but just the hardcore fact and truth of what a thing is. And we always say this, but like, wouldn't you feel so informed if you could just point blank 
know the truth about JFK? If you could just know that, you would be informed of it? Do you think if you could just know the truth of the staircase? You know what I mean? <laughs> do you think that... <laughs> doesn't that, me the rest doesn't of it life? haunt you? On yeah. some level, don't you think that's what movies do for us? Like but, Schindler's List or even a, mur- a movie that... Uh, yes, but you're still uh, like not... Fur- uh, Fury that I think really encapsulates like the brutality of war. Like, sure. I where think you're it, like, wow, I, that you... you, you you, you took us there. I think it gives you a perspective, but it can't ultimately take you there to fully oh, know. Because it still has to you entertain you. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas reality isn't necessarily entertaining. It's just what it is, you mm-hmm. know? Or like Jesus. So you, you could would, go, let me go back and let me just see if all of these things So happened. you would time travel. I feel like that would end up very bad for you. Oh, my God. Well, think, and why? Because I think, I think, I think. Oh, I can't time travel, Daniel. Wow. If you saw, if it was like a black, if you think of it like Black Mirror, right? If you could go ten years ahead and see what happens mm-hmm. in your own personal life, mm-hmm. what if you were like, well, and like, yeah. what if, what if, knock on brick, right? Jordan, well, Le- Jordan, Le- Jordan leaves you in ten years, oh, and God. you could jump ahead and see that information, right? Well, then now you can't even live the night. You, the next 10 years or all the next 10 years because the ruined. question is can you change it can you change, can you change the future it, mm-hmm. but also like would you start or would people go oh that's how I die well then I don't even care like it it would it, in terms of like I just keep thinking like Black Mirror it would just mind fuck you you'd be yeah. so you I would end know. up not want you would hate this it's like people I would love to read minds no you wouldn't part of the, the ability yeah. to operate in well, society is that you don't know what people are thinking all the time I do think if that was your superpower though you especially from a very young age, you will have mentally adapted to the access to massive amounts of information like that. I think you to could where resist, you could emotionally you would resist the it. temptation of seeing what Elliot ends up like in twenty years. No, but even if I knew it, you might go, "Oh, I can handle it because I dangerous. can see the future." You can understand it's dangerous time. though. Time travel just makes me feel nauseous, so I don't. Okay, so I'm obviously getting teamed up. Even though I like watching (laughs) shows. Right now I'm watching Shining Girls, which has a time travel element to Uh it. I've just heard of that show. Me either. It's stressful. It's just like, how are they? I I get confused. 12 Monkeys. The rules. It really threw me for a loop. You you mean by the rules of it all? Yeah. Because that's Looper. Yeah, like all that stuff. It's just like, can you change it? Are we in a million different parallel universes? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that kind of stuff drives me crazy. So I wouldn't do that. If you could see even just the amount of wealth you could acquire and then have a life or help so many people if you could just see two minutes into the future. You think about like gambling, like uh, blackjack or uh, hello, roulette. Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was he <laughs> oh, saw are we back so to far time traveling. This. Remember my answer? <laughs> Yo, your answer is dangerous. <laughs> would you? What would you be saying? Um, or what is one that comes to mind? You don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah, um, like you stick to it. I would if I had a magic power. Teleportation's always good. Yeah, I like that. You don't have to travel. You can just be there. Just be. After having my surgery recently, we were talking about that that blinking, the ability to blink, and when you open your eye, right, taking general, and it's just over. Like you can blink and not have to have experienced something really unpleasant. Since that that just would be very appealing to me. And I know that sounds like I want to like do heroin, you know, or something. But (laughs) we all do. We we aren't, but like the reality is, we all do want to try heroin. One hundred percent. You just aren't going to do it, but you do want to try it because you are like, oh, it does sound like it's really great. At what age would you feel like fuck it? I can try heroin. 
Yeah, I've already said to everyone, like, uh, Little Miss Sunshine changed my life. I'm like, that's and that's how you age. You just get into heroin. You go, when I die, I die. If I OD, I OD. I'm ready to go. But I'm going to do heroin. I don't want to lose you a day too soon, so I can't co-sign on that. Well, they gave well, me a, an oxy, too bad. like a pain <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. pill yeah. right after the surgery. Yeah. And, I mean, I felt it when it hit. And yeah. I was like, this is the best I've ever felt. And I thought, and I immediately, I mean, within one minute, I was like, when do I get to have another one of these? Because that is heroin, right? Yeah. And that was scary. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. ever, that that, is this like, should be illegal. Like even heroin, in, a, right? in a medical setting. Yeah. That is heroin. It yes. is, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's an opiate. Was, opioid. Since you were just under and you just yeah. experienced this where it was like, oh, they put me under and I woke up and it was like five hours later or whatever sure. it was. Could you like now imagine coma and you, and like that. Flight of the Navigator. And someone goes, it's been two years. Oh my God. Wouldn't, that would be hell. Wouldn't you go crazy? Yeah, that would yeah, be would really right. I yeah. mean, just the one it was two hours I was under. That was really cool to be like, because I knew during that two hours they were like cutting me and yeah. like doing all this crazy guys, shit. And you know they were shit talking you. Yeah, oh, they were like, look, look, look at, at her this dumb bitch, fatty <laughs> <laughs> tissue. You didn't remember when you were yeah. kids and you cartilage. would fall asleep. And you're like, guys, I don't think I'm under yet. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> You'd fall asleep with the sun being up like in the middle of the day and then wake up at nighttime and maybe your family had left or somebody oh, yeah, wasn't that's, there. That's and upsetting. Up, yes. And I don't like, like that. It got, it became nighttime? Yeah. Like, even yeah. that yeah. fucked with your yeah. head. Of like, yeah. whoa, what did we eat? Like, yeah, we ate an hour ago. That's you why asleep. Nobody wanted to just, wake you up. Yeah, I don't like that either. Okay, so, but I think I just want my magic power, and also I don't want my magic power to be so selfish. I think I would want to be able to do something that would like, I mean, honestly, if I could wave a magic wand, it would be like to make someone feel empathy for something that they Ooh. clearly hate. That's how I feel right now. I just want to be like, why don't you feel anything yeah. for is the that, victims of this, this isn't or a that? Joke. Is that kind yeah. of the John Coffey Green Mile thing where he can like touch he, you and then you see? He sees your pain and oh, stuff. Yeah. And, he takes and then it. Unbreakable he takes is he Unbreakable. Takes it. He takes it. He takes it. Unbreakable is he can see spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Things you've done. That's is it? Yeah. It, well, he can see your bad. Deeds, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. horrible deeds. Yeah. Spoiler alert. But empathy's a real good one. Like yeah, you can just give be like, like just wave my hand in front of Joe Rogan's face. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were going to talk about charities. I, I wish I could go back. I was like, time <laughs> travel. You you like guys like mind. I would love to be right so... D- even well, right away, because... Daniel goes, I wish I was rich so I could help everyone. And I'm like, I wish I could know who killed well, No, but AFA. eventually <laughs> you would help everybody because you could just go... But also, I'll tell you I this, wish I could know how tall Napoleon really was. not be fun anymore. <laughs> I, uh, I've always thought telekinesis would be... The, the best. Which is that? What's that? Moving move things? things with your mind. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because then you can also fly because you move you. I wouldn't need a husband because that's a, Scott goes get, he gets <laughs> me a water. He's a go getter. Yeah, that's love language for me. <laughs> can Bring I, me things. Can I say service? Yeah. yeah. Can I say something? I know Scott and you don't need a husband. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're like, but I need Scott. So please, <laughs> look, I do need Scott and it's only because he's not my husband. But if he was my husband, I would be like, oh, I don't need a husband. <laughs> Well, like, sometimes people say live forever. You don't want that either. No. Like, that is, that's Black Mirror, too. That's like, yeah. Oh, my God. This interview with a vampire. No. You don't want, you do not want to live with No. Them. Why would you want to live for, if someone was live forever? I'm like, you know, I, I've, I've been saying this on stage, too, where it's like, no, I don't think any of us have this fear 
of death. I think we all have the fear of what is going to be the thing that carries us to the other side. Is it going to be like, boom, and I died? Or is it going to be painful? I'm very aware. Obviously, everyone's like, oh, I'd love to just go and not be. Like, when you found mm-hmm. out someone died in their sleep, you're like, ooh, that is the dream. Literally yeah. and figuratively. <laughs> I hope that happens. But yeah. when someone's like, live forever, it's like, that is that is truly the most like torturous thing I could ever imagine is living. The first thing I think, and it's obviously very common is just watching everyone else go. I feel bad for Mm -hmm. turtles. Why? Because they live so long. They live so long. Yeah. But so does all their friends. Maybe that's the, that's the key. Well, maybe they're very solitary. Turtle soup. That's true. But Turtle soup. I, and I'm just going off of Nemo. Uh, <laughs> Any of them decide Nemo. to cross the road. Oh. They're like, well, I'm going to live this long. I'm going to see the world. <laughs> They're gone. Don't roar. They're Don't gone. Roar. They're gone. Don't do you that. You know Jeez. that. Mar, mar. You want to go to your second? You don't know if that's just a a, a duck with a Stop bassy tone. Talking about animals getting killed. <laughs> Charlie's right here. Right in front of Charlie. Yes. Charlie, say what you need to say. He's fine. All right. Um, okay, second p- kicked up on the on second the part. Uh, if babies inherited all the knowledge and memories of their me. parents, do you think it would okay. slow the advancement of ethics in, in society due to if our they, general inability? If they to, inherited all the thoughts and memories of their parents, or yes, yeah, okay. Do you think but that? Would be, I mean, the basic question is: Would that be a positive or a negative thing? Like, do you think it'd be negative because that would almost be it would it would. Uh, uh, as they say, general inability to greatly broaden our perspective as we accumulate experiences and build our worldviews, or do you think it would expedite it because we'd be able to learn more deeply from the mistakes and triumphs of our ancestors? So you would just have all of these memories of like knowing what was good or bad, what worked, what didn't work. Is the fear like what a racist parent, like what a, what a baby born with all those knowledge is like stay that way or, right. or learn Not. from that knowledge? I think we're that's, assuming, think that's right, question. we're assuming something about the child having the capability to process and grow from lessons that may maybe weren't even learned from mm-hmm. the parent mm-hmm. i i think it would be a burden you wouldn't I, need we already and inherit me. trauma and stuff from our parents and stuff so it's like yeah I, you know you're you're your own person but yeah, what maybe just leave nature? behind a journal you know top 10 lessons of my life and leave that for your that's kid that's a pretty cool idea you know yeah, but that's, I'm a guru. I don't, I don't think I would. That's so anti-core. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, you I have, have advice for own. parents, and, you're sa- and I you're don't have like, my own. And you're saying like bedazzle the outside of the. Yeah, journal. you bedazzle yeah. it. You do. You do some collage <laughs> on, on the inside, and yeah, of course, maybe a little calligraphy. And, and then, then if you, you get go, to, go. if you actually get to the writing of the things, then yeah. fine. But if you don't, you've made a cool. No, journal. right. right. <laughs> that's the least important part is the writing. Or where do you stand on this? <laughs> I mean, I think Sarah's makes great points. I think those are like. I think it maybe is maybe too much knowledge. It goes back to my thing of like the time travel. Like if that's too much knowledge, it could be damaging. So you wonder like, well, how could you positively evolve from that? I can see the perspective of someone going, well, if you knew all the mistakes, you can avoid the mistakes. Or if you know how those things feel, you can maybe not want to go in that direction. But, but like, does your the daughter same time, need to be born with knowledge of your negative experiences? Well, that's what I mean. I, I think that, the way things are, good. Uh, it, it's not just parenting; it's just passing on knowledge to younger generations. But I think a good thing to do is to to be vulnerable and to say, "These are the mistakes that I made, and I'm only telling you so that you evolve and don't mm-hmm. make those mistakes." Now, in terms of just like 
the minutia and emotional stuff, you can't you can't go, well, this is what I did, and that that caused me to get into a breakup. You can't mm-hmm. avoid those things. Those are life experiences that everyone has to sort of well, have to right. grow and, and change. But you, I mean, yeah. They have, sometimes you learn through failure and mistakes, so therefore you cannot, that child has to go through it on their own. Right. Your own failures. This is my other question. You know. What percentage... I understand we are all a result of our circumstances and our experiences and our faults and our victories. But what percentage of your memories do you think you actually have? And would this child be born with the same ones I can recall? All of them. Or they <laughs> so your life. So they get it all downloaded into them. Talking about Black Mirror, this is this would be a great. But they episode. get it all downloaded into them? I think so. Because I don't remember every time I've been, let's say, let down by somebody or my hopes were dashed, right? Right. But, but as would that would they but in this scenario in this scenario, you would remember all your Sarah. mothers and beyond. <laughs> you would remember all your ancestors <laughs> versions of those things. So I would know so it would be like Mary Lou Retton style. Even though I can't recall Great pool. You know, she knows that. She can remember How many podcasts have you done anything? where... Oh, yeah, she can. Is yeah, it yeah, Mary yeah. Lou Retton or is yeah. it... It's someone else. Henner? Oh, it's Henner. Mary Lou Henner. Sorry. <laughs> Mary Lou Henner. Because Apologies Mary Lou Retton, Retton is I was like, wow, she's America's little... gymnast. So. <laughs> but, but there was once I was listening uh, to... I think it was NPR. I don't remember. But uh, they had a woman on who had this... Uh, I almost want to say ability. She would call it an affliction. Where she could recall every date, everything, what you wore, what happened, what was said, what it smelled like. Mm. Yeah. And her husband had passed away. Mm. Yes. And she can't I remember move this. on. Because she goes, when you lose someone, you eventually forget what they smell like. You forget what they said to you the first time mm. you met. You forget the last thing they said to you before they passed away. I can't get any distance yeah. between mm. my husband and... And my life without my husband. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I can't move on because yeah. he's literally here every day as though he had just walked out that door. Yeah. And so that would be heartbreaking. Right. And to, to give all that to a kid. And that was Nadia Comaneci. Who? Who? No. No. Okay. That was uh, Michael John Retton. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> but to give that to a kid, why you can't. Like, I still, I can easily get emotional thinking about the loss of my grandfather, Mm -hmm. but I'm also thankful that I can't remember everything I miss. Every tiny thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. I have a few memories that are very boring, that are so special to me. Of course. But if I had all of them, and I remember the last time I saw it, it would be, how do you move on? You're going to give that to a kid to be like, and you'll be a better person because of this. That kid would be like, I'm fucking wrecked. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. You need to forget. Mm-hmm. You need to forget. Yeah, and the kid didn't choose you, right? That you. What do you mean? That's like, a great Elliot point. Elliot didn't Sarah. choose you and Jordan. Well, Jordan thinks she did. <laughs> but no, so. <laughs> I'm with you. Oh, but you're my right. wife. That's a whole moon thing. It's a spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Spirit. You chose us. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Or was it? <laughs> Sarah, did she or did she a, swim is a, the best? I don't want to skip over Sarah's great point. <laughs> It, you allow your children to have the right to go, uh, everything you've fucked up, everything you've got going on, every negative thing or whatever, I'm going to go live a totally different life and not uh, not be affected by that. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes one parent goes, hey, I'm taking these kids away from what you, the toxicity of who you are. If you did this, that's unavoidable. That, that yeah. You're already raised. It's you're an already, unfair burden. You're nurtured you're already, before your nature. Because you're already burdened by right. the history of right. your, your family. And but especially you, if you have a traumatic, they talk about inherited trauma, like, yes. you know, yeah. passed down from, 
you know, Holocaust survivors and things. It's like yeah. it affects the way. I mean, we were, someone was talking about how the pandemic, you know, like is such a trauma for everybody yeah. and like how that's going to be passed down to the next generation that isn't even born yet. Yeah. Because your behavior is now permanently your way of looking at things mm -hmm. and thinking of things has changed. And so you're yeah. part of the environment for that kid. Right. So now, that's how I it's passed down. This in Kanto, basically. In in it's not always yes. bad. It's in not always bad. But I always think about this when you hear a parent in a public space go, we don't do that. We don't do that. And what, that thing might be good, right? Like we don't run out into the street. But sometimes it's like odd things to them where you go, let the kid fucking. But Let they the go, kid. we don't do that. And that is like like you're saying, whatever happened to that person can sometimes be a trauma that they're now passing mm -hmm. on to that child by we yeah. don't do that. Yeah. yeah, It just cultivates a mindset or a culture or a emotional yeah. inability or ability. Yeah. Cameron, uh, great letter. Thank you. Thank you so much. And also thank you for letting us know that you just, I mean, honestly, just get that rug moved and then you can pick <laughs> a whole other power in case you find right. a magic lamp or something <laughs> you don't want to waste it on that you know what i mean um oh i just wish dinner was always ready you know what i mean oh. like you're like oh but you well, could have it's actually pretty good, actually pretty good. One, right? <laughs> personal chef we talked yeah, about we that the other, the other day. day yeah um but this is a great letter thank you so much i hope we uh i don't know if we helped anything but you you sparked a conversation and that's what it's all about uh since we wish you well sincerely your pen pals Roy scoville daniel van kirk and sarah schaefer and I'm a dog. Pen Pals is produced by Lisa Rubin and engineered and mixed by Chad Bouchard. Our artwork was created by Jeffrey Tice, and our theme music is by Patrick Keenan of the Winter Sounds. You can follow Pen Pals on Twitter and Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod. You can see all of that content thanks to Caitlin Bordini, who runs our social media. Head to youtube.com slash Daniel Van Kirk Comedy to watch these episodes absolutely free and subscribe to patreon.com slash pen pals for only $5. You can listen to a follow-up letter every week, and you'll be the first to hear all upcoming Pen Pals but the easiest way to support the show is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone you know about your two favorite cackling idiots. Hashtag grow the show.
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.